All right, before Fluffy gets here and we start recording, Canuck, we need to talk about your hatred for older, her for newer music. Saying that uh, music this these days is so uh, disgusting and old music is fantastic. Listen to this lyric and not and tell me it isn't absolutely horrific. Ruby, Ruby, where you've been so long? Don't took to drinking whiskey. Baby, since you've been gone, ain't no one I know do it as good as you. Licking on that licking stick the way you do. You got the lips to make a strong man weak and a heathen prey. Give you a tip. It ain't just the way you speak. You know it's the way you go down. See, that's good, man. That There's some meaning in that. Like, they put a lot of heart into that one. For sure. You know, speaking of meaning, I found I found something kind of similar to that. It's from someone I've never heard of. Someone called Prince is before my time. Uh, let me let me begin here. You said, begin quote, but I just a virgin and I'm on my way to be wed. But you're such a hunk, so full of spunk. End quote. I'll give you head till you're burning up. Head till you get enough. Head till your love is red. Head, love you till you're dead. This is Prince. Come on. This is absolute gold. What is wrong with those lyrics? I don't understand. I hope you're somewhere praying, praying. I hope your soul is changing, changing. I hope you find peace, falling on your knees, praying. I'm at a loss for words. I don't even know what that jargon's supposed to mean. That's ridiculous. That's the worst music I've ever heard in my life. What was that? That was that was that man. I can't listen to that shit. Hey guys, uh, we ready to go? Welcome to Potato Thumbs Podcast, episode twenty-one. I'm your host Admiral Nips. Joining me as always is Fluffy Fingers MD. Fluffy, how you doing? Well, I get some beer and I sit down and all of a sudden we're good to go, so I guess I'm good to go. <laughs> all right. We got uh, two guests with us this week, our friends from uh, the Anti-Meta podcast. Uh, the gentleman who had never heard of Prince is our good friend, the Academy Award. <laughs> Academy, how you doing? I'm doing good. Final exams are over, so I am more mm-hmm. relaxed than I have been in four months or so. Awesome. And lastly, but certainly not least, we've got ourselves... Uh, the Canuck Show joining us from north of the border. How are you doing tonight, Canuck? I'm doing very well, guys. Thanks so much for having me here. Glad you guys could join us. We should have a lot of fun tonight. Uh, it's been a busy week for Bungie. Ooh. Yeah. Yeah, it is. So um, maybe before we get into all of the greatness that is the uh, drama of social media and Bungie, um, should we talk to our, our hosts a little bit here? I like that plan. Let's let them know who we're talking to. Okay, cool. So you guys have a podcast. Is this correct? Uh, I think so. Yes, I believe so. I believe okay. this is the truth. You speak. So we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna change things up here with uh, our questions for our guests today. Um, I want you guys to answer true or false. So all these will be true <laughs> false questions. Okay. <laughs> Canuck, tell us about maple syrup. It's delicious. No, it's true false, <laughs> damn it. All right. <laughs> um, <laughs> Academy. Where did your gamer tag come from? Uh, true. That is correct. That is correct. Canuck, uh, what's it like to eat lunch at 6 a.m.? How else do you eat lunch? No, it's true or false, <laughs> man. I just, <laughs> I just... I don't even know. Okay. 
<laughs> um, Academy. What's it like being on a show with a bunch of old dudes? Uh, that's a tough one. You ever like on a? Have you ever on a true or false test like drawn the symbol where you like make an uppercase T, but then add a little <laughs> dash, make it a T and an F at the same time? It's like that. <laughs> that's actually the correct answer. Um, Good old awesome. plausible deniability. <laughs> well, now that we know you guys a little bit better, uh, no, no, okay. So, Academy, I'll start with you, man. I'm guessing you have a little bit of knowledge, a little bit of background, maybe a little bit of love for movies. Would that would that be true? Yeah, that's a that's a pretty good guess. Um, <laughs> that uh, that is where my gamer tag comes from. My name in real life off of Xbox is Oscar, and so you know I love movies. I'm named Oscar, and it works out perfectly. But uh, yeah, I actually make movies, just sort of student films in my spare time, and I would highly recommend it if you've never awesome. made a movie before. That's awesome. Can we can we see any of these movies that you've made? Um, technically, yes, as in it is possible <laughs> to see them. However, I'm not really sure if I want to go around, you know, drumming up a ton of popularity. They're not exactly masterpieces. <laughs> well, I mean, need to see them. Have you seen them, Canuck? No, I need to. Uh, yeah, I I, I want to see them too. Okay, I respect if you don't want to if you don't want to put it out on the podcast tonight, but I do think that you should uh, DM us some links so that we can check I, it out in private. I think man. I, I think I can do that. Yeah. Okay. Okay. I'm All down. Right. You, Better or worse than the room? Oh man, I I aspire to the room. <laughs> <laughs> no man stand you know you got to stand behind your art like it if people don't like it then they're probably idiots anyways you know and they don't get it so i'm all about checking it out man i, I mean that. hell i did hip-hop and look at me so i mean <laughs> you know uh have you seen the disaster artist academy uh i did actually i um snagged some time after my first exam earlier this week and uh, I thought it was pretty good, and I don't know how much you all, I don't know if you've seen it or if you, if any of you have seen The Room, but it sort of falls, like, right, it falls right in the middle of, like, two options of where it could have been. Like, they could have gone the super accurate to real life, this is what actually happened when they were going to make The Room, and that would have been interesting. It almost would have been, like, a like horror drama type thing because it's a weird story <laughs> or they could have gone the other way and drawn like this sort of heightened satirical version of real life kind of like uh, ed wood but they kind of fell right in the middle so it, i don't know i kind of wish it had been more to one side or the other but it did end up being pretty good nice so uh canuck you my friend have started streaming a lot lately i have um with being off on uh, a little bit of uh, short-term disability due to uh, herniated disc, I started streaming uh, a couple weeks back, a little bit more than I was. Um, and it's been a lot of fun. This past week, I didn't stream, like, any because my entire household have been pretty sick all week. Today was the first day that uh, we were kind of back to normal. So hopefully get back to streaming Tuesday, Wednesday this week, hopefully. Nice. Did man. I see a fancy little email from the good folks at Twitch uh, uh, float across my Twitter this week? I believe you did. Yeah, they invited me to be uh, affiliate. So, so awesome. I checked that out yesterday. And yeah, I mean, that's pretty cool. I think actually uh, 
JC Jesse of the uh, DTP got the email, I think, the day before I did. So that's pretty awesome, actually. Oh, that's awesome, man. That's great. Congrats. Thanks, yeah, yeah, boys. Seriously, yeah. dude, that's super cool. It is really fun pretty, to stop uh, in. It's pretty fun. I do enjoy it. Now I can... You do a good job with it, too. So yeah. you're, Thanks, man. you're very good with uh, interacting with chat while still actually being able to play. Mm-hmm. And now I can drop in... Lot. I can drop in and give you some itty bitty little bitties. <laughs> yeah, man. I think the bit thing is live. I don't know. I haven't been. I haven't had a minute to check anything out yet. So yeah. Are you Are you gonna do? Um, have you thought about your emotes at all yet? No, man. I need to figure out how to actually stream professionally. Well, not even professionally, but not just from my Xbox. You know what I mean? So that's what I'm working on right now with uh, OBS and my laptop and stuff. So that's a pretty good problem to have. Yeah, it's pretty cool, man. Like I say, it is it's very interesting the whole thing, that's for sure. Nice, dude. Well, yeah. you can the good news is you can you can do the emotes even while you're figuring that other stuff out. Like if you looked at um God, there was I think it was like Blue Westlow, um, and a couple other like big names in the Destiny community, they, they just did that uh the Twitch app almost until they were partnered. So Oh wow. Yeah, that's so pretty cool. Yeah, definitely. It'll be like my first one would be like an old man with a cane or something. <laughs> <laughs> I wasn't going to say anything. <laughs> I like it, can, man. Can I you turn like the uh, Clint Eastwood from Gran Torino, uh, get off my lawn into a... You know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Or like, uh, or like a bottle of maple syrup with a beard. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. I... I make canadian jokes but i'm close enough to the border i could i could be an honorary canadian i think no, definitely <laughs> no, not definitely no one's not. south of the border no way not in these days <laughs> i don't know man i think i think technically like i'm more north than Stu is but i don't know we'll to see. Yeah, yeah. no we're a, we're a very loving nation and all are welcome please join us where <laughs> trump's not your president <laughs> i mean uh, um, yeah we won't we won't dive into the politics but we'll give it a good laugh for sure <laughs> we had a good run 20 full episodes without talking about politics at all so you know oh, we we nipped that one pretty fast so <laughs> so um so you guys how many episodes are you guys into now you guys are into the double digits now aren't you yeah i believe um Last night we recorded twelve episode twelve, not twelve episodes. That'd be that'd be cool. Um, we recorded episode twelve last night, I believe. That's going live Tuesday morning. Nice. Um, I don't know when this will come out, so you know. Tuesday afternoon. Tuesday so. afternoon. Yeah. I usually well, I usually try and try and whip it out on Tuesday. So we'll we'll see. <laughs> you guys are great. You're my ride into work on Tuesday mornings because you're always releasing like just about the time I'm about to leave for work. So it's throw it on and that's my car ride in. Yeah, your dad that. your dad does a really really good job with the editing and and getting it ready for tuesday mornings yeah he, he lives out on the west coast right yeah he has it out so early in the morning i don't i don't know if he he must have to schedule it or something like that because otherwise he's getting his ass up at like five in the morning to get that thing published <laughs> yeah i think i think it's on a release schedule isn't it i don't know i don't know all you all you crazy old people get up so much earlier than i do <laughs> i have a two-year-old son who's up at like 4 30 in the morning at <laughs> and, and i think you I offer him lunch sleep at 4 30 in the morning <laughs> oh. uh, um 
Yeah, I think I think you're right though. I think you can set stuff to release at a certain time for sure. That's a possibility. We don't plan that far ahead. I just edit <laughs> it and do as mu- do as good of a job as I can before I have to go pick up my kids and then I'm like, "All right, it's going to be released." <laughs> and only once have I been messaged while driving to pick up my kids going, oh, you might want to check out what you released. <laughs> oh, really? <laughs> yeah. Oh, man, did you freak out that day, there, too? Dude, there was one that I I changed the the audio levels. And when I bounced it, when I bounced it to a track, um, the mixing that I did was no longer there. So, really? so I had like probably like a five to 10 decibel difference between myself and everyone else. <laughs> so like you literally could not hear what I was saying. I was like whispering. So best episode best ever. Bad. Yeah. It, well, <laughs> it was, it was promptly deleted and, and re-uploaded a few hours later, but man, I pulled over into pull over in a parking lot and I'm like trying to get on Podbeam and you have to do it like through the browser. So I'm like, nah, it was, yeah, it was a good time. <laughs> um, yeah, man. So anything, you know, I, I do have to say, guys, I really enjoy the movie section of your podcast. Like, I look forward to it every Thank week. That's and, awesome. uh, you were, Canuck, you were the one who suggested Chef this last week's episode, yeah. right? Yeah. And, and listening to that, like, I think that was one of the first movies that you guys have gone over that I've never seen. And I was like, man, and I, I stopped. I think it was after two of you reviewed it. I stopped and like paused it and went to Netflix. And I'm like, please tell me this is on Netflix. <laughs> and I, I did find out you guys said that it was maybe on like Amazon Prime. So that's cool. But um, it's cool that you guys can talk about gaming, but also have um, like you have very interesting perspectives on on the movies. And that's cool. And I want to use the word interesting because sometimes I don't agree with your perspectives and then therefore they are not correct. That's totally understandable. But, <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. I can't imagine why you would ever disagree with us. Yeah. We all you agree need on to, everything yeah, all Yeah, you time. need to go watch Future War like now. <laughs> yeah. I tell you Lord. what, that, um, that Future War episode, um, I don't know if either of you have listened to that episode in full. But... Oh, I did. <laughs> <laughs> That ended up being, I was almost kind of worried about picking that movie going into it. Because, I mean, nobody's seen it. The whole thing's on YouTube, but it has like a thousand views and like a thousand ratings or even less on IMDb. So, like, this is not a popular movie. Not right. only is it terrible, but like no one's heard of the thing. So, I, I'm, I was really glad to see that episode, you know, work. And that kind of actually gave me a lot of faith for like... Like, we can pick movies that people haven't seen before, and, you know, they might actually still listen to us, so that's great. I'm glad to hear you guys are liking the show. Yeah, no, it's awesome, man. And it's been I, I, fun, like, the last, uh, I would say the last three or four shows, too. You guys have starting to hit your groove, and definitely. the chat, you know, you have your general outline to it, but... You get waylaid into uh, side conversations a lot more than you did in the first, you know, seven or eight episodes. And as somebody who's part of a podcast that meanders, much like a river, um, <laughs> I enjoy those, uh, you know, the occasional wander off into a completely different topic for a while. Oh, dude. So last night, uh, Nips and I were recording with Cyber Powered Hour, 
and their longest episode to date was an hour and 15 minutes. And before they started recording, we were like, hmm, I think we'll crush that tonight. <laughs> 157.40. Yeah, we pushed them really nice. close to two hours, wow, man. Awesome. So <laughs> we, have, we, have a, we do a good job of just totally not being on topic or in structure of any way, shape, or form. <laughs> so, and that was the thing, I think, in the first yeah few episodes, in the early episodes, was we didn't want to um, get onto too many tangents. We thought that it would pull away from the show, but as we found ourselves and found um, how we gelled to, well together, um, yeah, definitely, like you say, in the last, yeah, I would say four, five, six episodes, Maybe things have come together um, that way, for sure. Yeah. I, th- I think you guys have always had a good... Like, you guys always have a good, like, um, I don't know, relationship in, in how you all work together personality-wise. So, um, But, yeah, it is cool to see that, like, change throughout the episodes. Because yeah. even, even the first thing that you guys released, I was like, oh, this is, this is good. This is going to be good. I like That's it. That's awesome. So, Awesome. Um, should we talk some Destiny 2? Curse of Why Osiris not? did come out uh, a week ago. So we can start with what we think of that or the surrounding shitstorm that came with it. Let's start with, let's start with the hot off the presses topic because we just had some stuff released tonight. People still have fresh feelings about it. Um, everyone knows what was up with curse of osiris so let's get in let's get into the meat let's get our let's get our hands dirty all right so for those of you who don't know what fluffy is talking about when curse of osiris came out the prestige nightfall prestige raid and trials of osiris and while we haven't had a faction rally or iron banner yet uh since it's come out they would have also been locked behind the Curse of Osiris wall. It means you would have to have bought the DLC to be able to play these things. The uh, thing that got people all hot and bothered is when they bought the base game, they had access to these things, and then the DLC came out, and those were no longer available. Uh, The thing that I always locked in on was I'm sort of an achievement uh, completionist, And the fact that you need to complete a prestige event to get one of the actual achievements for the game meant that you would never actually be able to get 100% unless you bought the DLCs. And that, to me, seemed pretty shitty. Um, Real quick to add, not only was that um, kind of bothersome, but it also violated Microsoft and Sony's store's terms uh, terms of services. So it was, like, almost illegal. So... Um, you guys, I do want to bring up one counterpoint. You could not complete your grimoire in D1 because of exclusives to PlayStation. Yep. So right. this is not, this is not a new thing. There was no achievement, um, uh, assigned to grimoire though. Ah, uh, true, true. You I could get you a know, thousand percent, or a thousand percent, a thousand points, a thousand percent. points, 100%. Uh, we'll put that one on the board of things that Mitch said that was dumb and look at the scoreboard and it's 850 <laughs> to seven. Um, uh, 950 to seven, dude. <laughs> uh, but yeah, so that you could, you could complete all of the achievements in the game, uh, without buying the DLC. 
Yep. So, okay. <sighs> um, I, I'm torn. I don't think things like Iron Banner, Faction Rallies, and Trials, and Nightfall should be locked behind a DLC. However, I understand the reasoning for bringing up the Prestige Raid to keep it valid and a con- a continual challenge. Like, yep. you could still do the regular raid at 300, and if you're 335, you're going to blow through that. But, but you won't be 335 if you don't buy the DLC. Right, right, right. I'm, I'm, I'm speaking from my perspective because the okay. universe sur- goes around me. So this is from my perspective. If you don't <laughs> have the DLC, get good. Um, no, not really. But. I suggest you read Galileo <laughs> first, and then uh, we can get back to this discussion. Okay, so... The Earth is flat because Fluffy is standing on it. Um, I don't really believe that, but no, <laughs> Thanks, no. I mean, <laughs> but you get it, right? Like, <laughs> like, can you imagine if, if through all of D one, like you could always go back and run the easy mode um, vault, but then there is always like a vault of glass that was insanely challenging. That was always gonna like a bang your head against the wall type vault of glass. I think that's what they were trying to achieve. Yep. And I get it with the raid. I just don't get it with the other activities. Yeah, exactly. And that was, and that's the thing, Fluffy. It feels like, I th- honestly, I don't think it was malicious. I think it was just um, an oversight, maybe a little bit on a couple of the things. But I mean, in year one, everyone whinged about, oh man, bring Vault of Glass up to, you know, up to snuff and let us go back and play it. Well, they did that with this but there's been backfire right there's been a backlash on it bungees between a rock and a hard place no matter what they do (laughs) it it they're screwed when you're catering to (laughs) when you're making a game that children are gonna play and they're very entitled these days to go online and have that opinion fuck man you're screwed it doesn't matter if you make the best game in the world that uh, 10 out of 10s across the board, people are going to find something to bitch about, man. Yeah. I Well, not, I also feel like any sort of bitching is now amplified by the whole EA thing. Like the, yeah, EA, the EA scandal is like the whole like the whole sexual harassment scandal in Hollywood. Yeah. Like, you know, one person gets called out and all of a sudden everyone's coming out as they should. I mean, I'm not trying to compare the two, right? Like one, (laughs) one's like, one's like, one, no, no, no. Okay. Like one is serious, like hurts people, mentally scars them. The other one's a damn video game. But, but the, the reference or the reason I'm making that point is, um, EA did this and everyone bashed on EA and they got results for it. Right. Like EA rewarded, well, not rewarded, but they, they gave in to the demands, as they should have. But now, because that has happened, it has changed the gaming community. And now people are like, well, we're just going to we're just gonna fucking get pitchforks and bitch about this shit, like, every single thing and be super loud about it. And, I mean, I don't know, man. Like, some of, most of, of what they locked behind the DLC sucks, but I get at least the raid part of it. And so, to be honest, though, you're not how many people are actually going to play destiny without the DLC anyways? 
The people that are going to do the prestige, the people that are going to do the prestige raid and the people that are going to do hit max light, they're going to have the DLC anyways. Here's the thing. I don't really think that applies as much in this case. If this was back in Destiny 1, yeah, that'd be one thing. But like this game came out on PC like six weeks ago. Yeah. And they had never had any Destiny before this. This is like for PC players. This is a brand new franchise. Yeah. Good point. Also, uh, before we go too far, Bungie put out a blog today, this is Monday, saying that they were going to bring Trials, Faction Rally, Iron Banner, and the Prestige Raid back available to people who have only vanilla Destiny 2. Right. The Nightfall is going to stay behind the... The Prestige Nightfall is going to stay behind the DLC update, and that's going to be your way to get max level gear uh easy easily uh what? so while you understand the prestige raid they're bringing that one back and they're leaving the nightfall uh behind yeah, that's DLC. weird well and and the trials and the nightfall have an asterisk by them because if it's a new map or a new strike you aren't going to be able to play them. So, that's right, but that's a one-week thing. That doesn't actually right. block anyone's progress. Well, and, uh, and maybe that's the way it should be. Like, maybe realistically, maybe that's the way it should be. But here's the shitty thing, man. Everything that drops for you now and any of those activities is no longer going to be powerful gear. It's all going to be shit that you get that you have to do something else to get it up to light level. And granted, light level doesn't matter in D2 like it did in D1. But still, like, you're going to be getting drops that are that need you to do something else to bring them up to light well you can always run the raid lair for your uh higher level gear too so there is an actual well i'm not going to call it a raid because it's like a long or a nightfall a super long nightfall uh but it's certainly shorter than a raid um but it's fantastic, by the way. If anyone hasn't played it I yet, know. it's I'm, absolutely fantastic. I I'm loved it. serious when I say you're you're pulling me through that before I go on vacation. <laughs> but <happening>. uh, <laughs> but I think it's they're making the right choice here. Uh, between this and Prometheus Lens, I feel like they've been more responsive to problems this week than they have <laughs> like. The last three months combined, uh, they had two problems that got identified and they actually put something out the day after, you know, it hit critical mass saying, here's what we're doing and here's the plan for it, which was fantastic. I, I mean, if they handled all of the problems the way they've handled these last two, I feel like the the salt level would be much lower because it's obvious that they're listening on these two issues. Uh, which I think is part of the thing that drives some people, maybe uh, even Academy crazy, is uh, <laughs> the the gen- generally the blank stare you get when you know you're talking about this week at Bungie and they're <laughs> showing new armor when people are like this total this thing is totally busted. Can we talk about this, please? <laughs> I'd still find a way to be salty. Yeah, I'd find some. Do you do you think though that these this improved communication is a response to them actually looking at the real data and seeing their player base drop like drop like and a d1 drop it has to be because that's what i'm thinking i'm thinking like yeah they want to do right by us but i also think that they are in the oh shit phase because people 
are dropping and like the big names and the loud I was people just are dropping. Say that, yeah. yeah, and that's well, huge. I think um my my kind of worry about that is that like uh, you know if people are putting down this franchise stuff like this isn't the reason. Like they aren't putting this whole thing aside because, you know, now you need Curse of Osiris to buy armor ornaments, you know. The, these are not changes to the fundamental reasons I think that some people are unhappy with this game. Oh, for sure. I think it's just another nail in the coffin. Some people it's the last one, other ones it's, you know, well, I'm starting to now I'm really starting to get fed up. I mean, I'm not that person by the way. I still really enjoy the game. Um but I've been playing it in small doses. I don't I definitely don't obsess over it the way I obsessed over D1. Uh but that doesn't actually bother me because it's allowed me to play other games. After, you know, three years of basically playing just one game, yeah. it's nice to be able to <laughs> throw other stuff in the Xbox once in a while. I'm right there with you, Nips, 100%. I'm getting my, you know, three, four hours of Destiny 2 in each week, if that, and I'm playing other shit. You know what, guys? I miss the days of having to inject Destiny 1 in between my toes because I have too many Destiny 1 track marks on my arm to make a good <laughs> injection, okay? Yeah. I want the addiction. I want to have five video games sitting on my on my little table here that are still in their wrapping that I never get around to playing because god damn it I'm gonna get better at PvP and Destiny. And um that's what I want to happen. But it's kinda nice though. Like I mean this is a little bit off topic, but yeah. I play I just played uh, Assassin's Creed Origins hundred percent all achievements and everything. Ooh. Last year, two years ago, three years ago, that never would have happened. Oh, I no have way. 148 games on my Xbox. I mean, most of them are shed. They were free or whatever. I would say 70 of them are legit AAA titles that I have never played or played 10 minutes of because I got to get back to Destiny. Yeah. So it's kind of nice being able to do that. But anyway, yeah, no, I hear you. I do miss the uh, jonesing for it all day at work and then getting home and having dinner and after dinner putting the kids to bed it's destiny time you know what i mean mm -hmm. wow. yeah yeah no, I, 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 I don't know. necessarily miss the playing till 3 a.m on a wednesday and having to get up at work <laughs> for work at six and uh <laughs> being like what am i doing i'm a goddamn adult and i'm doing this stupid ass shit <laughs> See, I'm smart enough. Again? You guys make fun of me. I'm smart enough to know that I need to shut her down at 9.30 and fucking go to bed. Yeah. 9.30 is my start time. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Awesome. Well, um, then we should probably talk about the other fun little thing that we had this weekend, which was laser tag. Oh, laser uh, tag was so much fun. So for those that don't haven't heard, uh, one of the new exotics in Curse of Osiris, the Prometheus Lens, uh, got released with a bug that makes its time to kill basically half of the next fastest time to kill. More than half of the next fastest yeah, time to kill weapon I, in the game. I think it's like a third of a second. Yeah, yep. Somewhere between a third and 0. .4 seconds. And the last hope was something around, what, 0. .75? Yeah. Yep. So if you were perfect with it, yeah. If, yeah if Otherwise, I think it's point eight over eight something for body shots. So <laughs> <laughs> either way. Uh, uh, so people noticed this on day one, 
and videos started popping out with uh, people just getting melted with it from across the map. <laughs> and like, something doesn't seem right. And uh, to Bungie's credit, they said, yep, it got released with a bug on, on Wednesday. And on Tuesday, or, or Thursday, I mean, was it Thursday or was it Wednesday night that they put out the blog saying, we're going to do something about it. Trials is uh, not canceled, but we're going to do something about it. And then Friday, when Zer came into town, he was selling the Prometheus lens so that <laughs> everyone <laughs> everyone could have their own laser for trials over the weekend. And if the screenshots from Destiny Trials Report are anything to believe, literally everybody used that laser because it was something like 90% <laughs> of the kills. Yep. The next highest weapon was like 3% usage or something. Okay. So I wanted to find the exact wording on this because this is their tweet. Did you make a bet that we wouldn't let Xur sell the Prometheus lens? It's available in the EDZ. Your move. Okay. <laughs> this is the most epic troll from a game developer I have ever seen. Do you guys know the backstory to this? Wow. Uh, no? Well... I do, but you probably should tell everybody right. uh, since <laughs> they're going to be listening to this later. So there is a guy who said, if Bungie or if Zer sells a Prometheus lens, I will shave my head and glue my hair to my face. And this was on Reddit. And this came out, I believe, on Thursday. So Bungie saw that. And then they not only saw that, but then they trolled the OP by putting it in their tweet, which is absolutely amazing. Yeah, I haven't that actually so followed epic. up with that yet to see if the guy has come come through with pictures, but I I was trying to keep an eye on it this weekend and he he kind of seemed like maybe he was going to not do it. And like he's like, "Oh, I set up a hair appointment and blah 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 blah," but it was more, I think he I think he was dragging his feet on it. <laughs> Can um, you blame him? <laughs> yeah, I really can't blame him. I actually, I actually messaged him and I said, "If you do this, uh, would you like to do an interview for the podcast?" So I was hoping that that would encourage him to do it, <laughs> but he never, he never responded to me. So, um, yeah, whatever, whatever that's worth. So, have any of you guys used the Prometheus lens in the Crucible? Uh, so I was playing. Let's see, I stayed home from work on Friday. And um, Sracer from Dad Tills Podcast and I were playing. And he wanted to run his character through Curse Curse of Osiris. So I said, oh, sweet. I'll grab my Stormcaller. And we'll just, we'll literally run as fast as we can through the missions. Um, You know, and just fight as little enemies as possible. And I bet we got about three quarters of the way through it. And then one of us was like, hey. Zur is selling the Prometheus lens and we literally stopped what we were doing. We backed out. We went to the EDZ and we went and bought it. And, you know, everyone was loading into that, that section and like there are lasers firing everywhere. And, uh, (laughs) we're like, okay, we need to go into the crucible because there's a good chance that people do not know that Zur is selling this yet. And we have a very good chance of ruining a bunch of people's days. So let's take advantage <laughs> of this while we can. So we grabbed it. We went right into the crucible. And sure enough, man, we would get paired up with like two other people that had it. And the other team had maybe one person that had it. And we were just ruining days. And it was the best thing ever. Um, and I'd, I'd say we, 
yeah we, we probably had that rolling for like an hour or two um and then and then it's just started being 4v4 so we we're like all right everyone has it let's go into trials so i ran trials two different times this weekend um once with uh sracer state not city and chief man down and then another time with uh chuck likes pizza uh michael and east from um from our clan and uh, it was fun man it was very rng on if you were gonna do anything uh chuck and michael and east and i did get to five and oh wins and i'm like sitting there going holy shit i think we're gonna go flawless on laser tag weekend and then we just got stomped like three games in a row (laughs) (laughs) so we didn't make it to seven but uh it was interesting man it was really interesting playing playing laser tag this weekend for sure Yeah, I didn't play any Crucible with it, but I definitely ran it in the raid, uh, or the raid lair, and it is a pre, as it is right now, pre-nerf. By the time this episode gets released, it'll have been nerfed already. Uh, but pre-nerf, it was absolutely amazing for ad control. Mm-hmm. Because you never red, had to reload. Red bar ad control. Yellow yeah, bars? Yeah, yellow bar. Not that great. Yeah, not so great on the yellow bars, but... The good news was we didn't run into many of those, and the sins of the past still wrecks yellow bars. Yeah. Anything else? Uh, catch your fancy from Curse of Osiris this past week. Uh, I ran four public events. Granted, it was before I knew how to turn them heroic. <laughs> um, it, it changed once I knew how to turn them heroic, but the first four I ran, I got two tokens and a blue. And I couldn't have been happier that it dropped two tokens in a blue three out of the four times that I ran. <laughs> it was like, yes, yes, I've I done did it, it four again. times, and all four times, two tokens in a blue. Yeah, and if you if it's you flip just hilarious it, now. If you flip it heroic, uh, it it does better, but not always. But it occasionally does better, and it's pretty easy to flip heroic if you have like a fusion rifle. Uh, real quick for our listeners who don't know, after the first slam, so you go to an island. You kill, you kill the Vex guy, he drops an orb, you slam that orb. Behind the teleporter, a crystal will, will appear. If you have a fusion rifle, you one-shot the crystal, and then two platforms will appear. Jump onto the second platform, two crystals appear. You voop those two crystals, another platform appears. You jump onto that platform, three crystals appear. You voop those three crystals, and you can make it to the top of the building where you can uh, turn it heroic. If you don't have a voop and you take too long to shoot the crystals, your blueberries will continue without you and you will not be able to turn it heroic. So you need something that can destroy crystals relatively fast. It's a really good explanation. Yeah. <laughs> I haven't done it yet. I haven't done it yet. I didn't get that much destiny in this week, so I haven't had a chance to experience or even watch any YouTube on uh, on that, so that's awesome. Yeah, it's... um. I made the mistake of trying to hit it with an AR by myself and the platforms just disappeared from under me mm-hmm. and I fell to my death and I'm like, God damn it, blueberries. <laughs> so, oh, man. So that public event had a, a nifty little bug in it too uh, for PC players. I was watching uh, Chris G, 2003BT, run it and he kept jumping in the teleporter and it kept shooting him over the top of the the landing thing that like slows you down 
and send him flying into a wall. Apparently, <laughs> if amazing. you're playing at more than 60 FPS, there was a chance that it would actually overshoot that and you would continually die. I watched him die like five times in a row and then he just turned the game off and went to play something else because he was so <laughs> sick of dying. <laughs> that's amazing. That is pretty funny. So I think that's getting patched on Tuesday as well. Uh, so how do we feel about the story? I, I, I assume everyone's run through it already. Uh, yes. And I think maybe I should come clean now before we get too far in and say that I have only played the story. I'm not much further than you, so don't worry about that. Like a month or so, I have hopped on exactly two hours to play Destiny 2. And in those two hours, I did the entire story and I was pretty underwhelmed i don't want to like get too far into it before i know what you all think of it so i don't (laughs) no no man voice your opinion man (laughs) i was not a fan of the story i thought it was kind of like i mean obviously the parts of the game that have always been great the environment design and you know that sort of stuff is still amazing it's the still the best skyboxes maybe ever but the gameplay in the story was just very boring i felt it's like, all right, you shoot a crystal, then you shoot the dude, and then you shoot a crystal, then you shoot the dude, and then it was just that for like two hours. I was not really happy with the Infinite Forest. I was hoping for a little bit more, but like the level design was just kind of bad. Like all the Infinite Forest levels felt the same. Like if you had to shoot a guy, you just shot the guy from where you spawned into that little forest chunk, and if you didn't have to shoot a guy, you just run run through it because what what's the point? So. I was not a fan of the story. You're you're talking about getting to the trees that let you into the infinite forest, right? Like once, because once you go through the portal, you have to go to, there's three trees, the past, present and future, right? Of Mercury. Sure. I wasn't paying that much attention to like how many. Yeah. So you have to open like a gate and then it opens another section. Then it's a gate. Yeah. All those sections. Yeah. yeah, That was stupid to get to the actual past. Mm -hmm present or future yeah god good lord that was terrible also like we spawn in to mercury and we've got this awesome section of like bouncing in these man cannons to get up to the lighthouse and and that that stuff isn't even in patrol like this tiny little circle this is this is the whole patrol i do wish that that the infinite forest could be entered at any point and you could just run it forever like for sure agree with you there i I appreciate I appreciate it for what it is on two aspects. Uh, the first two times I ran the story, I actually went through and killed everything um, before proceeding to the next thing, right? And it mm-hmm. takes a lot longer if you do that. The third time I ran it, I just wanted to run it so I could get my warlock through it so I could grind for Ophidians. Um, it was nice to be able to throw on a sword, and literally run past everything if I wanted to. Um, You couldn't do that in the vanilla story. And I hated running the vanilla story four times. Like, it... I just... I don't even want to start another character on PC because I don't want to do the vanilla story (laughs) again. Right? Mm -hmm. But with Curse, I... I don't have a problem with curse because I can either take my time and hit it in like two and a half hours or I can run it in under an hour, you know? So I I appreciate that they designed it at least that way that you can run it pretty fast. Um, the final boss would have been cool. 
It was better than it was better than fighting the final boss in vanilla. Um, if if it was harder, it would have been nice. Yeah. Um, you know, yeah. it was very easy, very easy to solo. Like very few times was I cowering for my life. But, I did like to have to actually shoot more than like six ads in addition to killing mm-hmm. the boss. Yeah. It was nice that every time you went back after a phase ended, there was an actual large spawn number of ads that spawned so you at least yeah. had something to do whereas yeah. in the gall fight it was like punch two scions get my super back kill gall yeah and so i enjoyed that a bit more yep totally man yeah i don't i don't it? know pardon how'd you feel about the story um <clears throat> yeah it was forgettable to be honest it was fine doing it and I played, uh, I played all the way through it with uh, Private Floppy Disk, and um, it was it was fun again doing doing it with him. But yeah, I don't really remember much of it to be quite honest with you. I don't know if that's just because this week, this last week's been absolutely a whirlwind. <laughs> but I do need to play it on my other two characters. Um, so yeah, I don't know. Definitely forgettable, man. The whole Curse of Osiris expansion—it feels, it feel, it does feel like an expansion, but very small. It feels like a very, very small expansion. Um, I guess I was thinking it should have been more along the lines of the Taken King or Rise of Iron or something, but yeah. we did just get you know House of Wolves or um, Dark Below, right? And I mean. If you look back at D1, Taken King and Rise of Iron were a year worth of build-up. Yeah, exactly. And, yeah. But, uh, so I'm I'm almost certainly in the minority here, because I really enjoyed, uh, I really enjoyed the Curse of Osiris story. Oh, I'm, uh, I'm with you, man. You're not, I, I'm with you. I didn't dislike it. And part of it might be because I ran, I ran with my brother and my other buddy, and we were shooting the shit the whole time, and I didn't exactly. have to. Uh, I, like it was, we were never in trouble of failing anything. Uh, but it was like, oh, here's a new gun to try out, or here's something else. And we had, we had a ton of fun. In my mind, it's probably my second favorite uh, expansion uh, from the entire Life of Destiny, behind the Taken King. I liked it more than Rise of Iron. I liked it more than uh, the Dark Below. I liked it more than House of Wolves. Uh, so it just sort of sits right there in the middle, or right, right up towards the top. It, not nearly as good as Taken King. That's still the, the golden uh, expansion in my mind. But, uh, yeah, I would say, I played through it twice. I have one more character to go, and I'm not dreading it. My warlock is only, you know, 270 power level because I only finished it about two weeks ago, and that was through forcing myself to get on and play mission after mission, and. I'm actually looking forward to running it through this upcoming weekend and mostly because it'll go fast enough. But uh, I also, I had fun with it. Like, it's not a great story, but it's contained. It's uh, has a decent little beginning, middle, and end. And I'm not going to complain too much about it. It never felt like a chore to do. I don't think they should have named it Curse of Osiris. I don't there 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 wasn't much play on the actual name of it like That's the, the actual end. the very end when he says you know I've got all the time in the world to or infinite number of uh, 
things to explore and all the time in the world to do it. That's his curse, is he's forever going to be in the uh, infinite forest exploring. It's not a curse, though. That's a choice. Uh, is it, though? If it you is. look at it the way he sees it as his duty to it, right, keep us right. safe from the Vex, that's his curse, is he's forever in the infinite forest protecting us from the Vex now. It's still a Which choice, is amusing, though. because it's this not, whole thing okay. in uh, D1 was first the Hive and then the Vex, so... Yeah, I don't know, man. I, I I understand where you're coming from, but it's still his choice to do that, right? Like, it's not a curse is like something that you don't have control over. He has control over this. Mm. I think your definition is slightly <laughs> uh, slightly narrow uh, for the word curse. Okay, okay. I'll give I mean, you if that. he turned into a werewolf every full moon, yeah, I would also agree that that's a curse, but... It's not really in the story writing. Right, right. Okay. So, speaking of curses, can tell you it's it's really really unfortunate that our our guardian, our main character in this expansion, got cursed to always look stupid when someone asks him a question. Yeah, no doubt. You know, it was pretty rough in the vanilla story that our character didn't have a voice. It was pretty rough, but like forgivable. In this, there's like four or five times yeah. when a character just looks straight at our guardian and asks a question, and we just look at them dumbly for a second before the ghost's like, hey, I have an answer. Or we shrug. Or we yeah, use hand rough, movements. Yeah. Man. You know, I brought, this up, stuff. I brought this up last night on the other podcast, but I, it needs to be brought up here, too. There is only one thing that I truly hate with this DLC, and it is the very last line of the boss fight. When we when we kill the boss and Osiris goes and give me back my ghost, it feels so forced and so out of place. And I've had to listen to it a few times now, and I absolutely hate it. And I don't oh, know I, why. I laughed my ass off, especially after we finished it with my brother last night. And he immediately <laughs> did the Mel Gibson voice from Ransom, where he goes, give me back my son. <laughs> and it's like dead on. <laughs> we now know where they got their inspiration for it. That's awesome, dude. Uh, I do. Okay, so I really want to get the Ophidians for my warlock. So I might have to. Uh, I might have to set my hunter aside for a few weeks while I while I grind those Ophidian aspects to see if they're as good as they were in D one. Man, see, I didn't even know they were back. I'm like Just completely like lost right now. <laughs> All yeah. the D1 exotics are back. I'm salty about that, too, but I'm salty about a lot of things, so <laughs> we don't need to go into depth about it. Bring them back. Why not? Bring back. Bring them back. Bring back the weapons. Bring I'll back the uh, armor. Bring, bring back the, the PvP maps. Bring her all back. Bring hey, back uh, Wrath of the Machines. <laughs> I mean, they I'm done with the PvP map. show when this game was coming out, like... Big, they're talking about clean slate. We can't bring anything back because it's got to be a clean slate. But now, not only are they bringing everything back, like, first off, if they're bringing everything back, why couldn't I have kept all my old stuff? <laughs> but the reason why we couldn't have kept all our old stuff is because they're bringing everything back, but it's all been nerfed super hard. Like, really? I mean, that's just sort it's of no... the way the game goes. It's at, yeah. at a much slower pace. You can't... Although, then if anything... an actual clean slate and don't bring the stuff back. Well, I mean, if you're going with lore, uh, you know, they didn't lose the blueprints out of all these guns when the tower got burned down. They just burned down your vault and everything in it. Yeah. And they also got terrible at making all the guns, so they all, you know, shoot staples now. 
<laughs> well, yeah, certainly the, the Red Legion purged all of the talented blacksmiths. <laughs> I think you're putting more thought into this than Bungie did. <laughs> oh, absolutely. <laughs> I'm just being contrarian here. Yeah, the fact well, that I've gotten three, three or four exotics in uh, Curse of Osiris so far, and three of them have been D1 exotics. The only one that's a new one is the uh, Prometheus lens, which I bought from Xur. So, you know, yeah, it's kind of ridiculous. But at the same time, there are a whole bunch of other ones out there that I'll get in in due time. They're they're bringing in the uh, the pity engram every Friday starting next week from Xur. Thankfully, that. so Thank I will say thankfully to that because my RNGesus is the worst. I played actually for three and a half hours yesterday morning. Or this morning. I don't remember. I think it was this morning. Um, I played for three and a half hours. I did heroic strikes and heroic public events. I didn't get a single, not one single exotic. Yeah, they nerfed it. Well, I played it. that. They totally nerfed it. And the uh, the stuff you need to for the uh, the forge, man, one every like few events. It's, yep. it's terrible for me. It's really bad. Floppy disk is telling me, oh, man, I got like three weapons and it took me like an hour. I'm like, what the fuck are you talking about? How is that possible? <laughs> oh, I'm yeah. getting blues left, right, and center. What the fuck? fuck I, you um, know about? I, I agree, man. There, it's definitely grindy to get those materials and to get exotics. I, I had one exotic drop for my warlock and I was super excited and I went to the tower and it wasn't the Ophidians. It was the new chess piece that drops like an arc wave of damage when you drop your uh, little pea puddle of health. And I was like kind of bummed, right? And I went to Cade because I had a, a power. What, what the hell are they called? The Flashpoint uh, Powerful Gear. Yeah, Powerful Gear. Thank you. And Cade drops an exotic. And it's the exact same exotic that I got like 30 seconds ago from the Cryptarch. And I was like, God damn it, Bungie. So I'm excited for the the less duplication of exotics to drop tomorrow. That will be nice. Yeah, I haven't gotten I don't far think enough that's to start doing the forge tomorrow. stuff. I think oh, it yeah, is. No. Yeah. The, smart the less duplication tomorrow. is coming in the new year tomorrow. Yeah, that's We're new getting year. The changes as well as oh, masterwork. Really? Uh, the dupli- yeah, the duplication stuff isn't happening until the new year. Uh, so I hope you like that chest piece. God damn. <laughs> yeah. You guys are yeah. raining on my damn parade. Tonight. Sorry, bro. Hey, I'm just the bearer of bad news. Um, okay. But yeah, I, I, haven't, gonna... I haven't actually run any of the heroic strikes yet. Uh, or not heroic strikes, heroic adventures. I haven't even gotten that far. We, we just ran through the story and then in a couple of the adventures. And I had to finish the story so I could run the raid lair on Saturday, Saturday night. And then proceeded while we were spending three and a half hours in there to drink a six pack uh, while we were trying to figure stuff out. And then passed out at like nine o'clock. I was like, look at me. I'm Canuck. Sound asleep. Fuck yourself. I mean, (laughs) (laughs) tough, but fair. (laughs) Man, it's like 10 after 11 right now or 10 after nine right now. (laughs) But uh, but yeah, I don't know. I also, yeah, I guess my thing is I'm not too worried about it because I can, I'm not missing out on anything by not finishing it in week one. So I'll get some adventures done next week and then who knows when I'll finally get that stuff unlocked, but eventually it'll happen. God damn, they're totally right. Duplication protection will be added for exotics in the new year. 
Dude, we're man. professional podcasters, man. We know what's going on. I don't even play this game anymore, and I know uh, this stuff. That's so sad. Right, you just scour the patch notes for things to get upset about. <laughs> I got to get my arguments ready for exactly this kind of situation. I'll give you a golf clap for that one. Uh, hey, I have a bit of positive news. So there have been some good guns like that did come out of this um, from a PvP standpoint. Um, there, there's the known ones, but I got one to drop this weekend from Trials, The Last Breath, uh, which is an assault rifle at the 600 rate of fire. So... Um, you know, faster rate of fire than your Uriel's gift. Uh, same same archetype as uh, Martyrs make. And this thing is a laser, guys. A goddamn laser. So I, I'm calling it now. You are going to see a lot of the last breath in the Crucible. Once people start realizing, like, when Slideways is active, how much of a laser this gun is, I think it's going to, I think it's going to, gonna really grab some ground because i think it's gonna kill people a lot faster than than what we've seen the past three months that's interesting and that's a trials weapon yeah yeah they have new they have new trials weapons that dropped this week some more gear i'll never touch (laughs) i mean you can get it from your hawthorne and graham no we're i'm part of dtp man that ain't gonna happen (laughs) (laughs) i'm calling you heard it here man i'm calling them out call on rocker get your get your shit together Uh, maybe carry people to the lighthouse maybe boost and i will get it going on pc that doesn't help me although yeah it does because he's in dtp he's in the clan oh he's on the ps4 clan isn't he no, he, that doesn't help you. No, either. he's on the Xbox as well. No, but his PC is probably on the PS4. Oh, clan. on the PS4 clan. Oh, yeah, I don't know. I didn't know that's how it worked. Yep. I do. Hold on, on hold on, hold on. If you play on the PC and you're a member of the clan, you can't get your Engram on an Xbox. Oh yeah, the Engrams. The Engrams don't care what platform you're on. They just care who's in the clan. That was my understanding. Is that whoever is in the clan contributes to the clan engrams? No, I can't see that being true. Really? I couldn't see that being true. I thought that'd that's be how it that'd be border borderline um, crossplay, wouldn't it? Oh, you said the c word. Well, I don't know because Somebody's I mean, gonna come batter down your door and drag you off. The, <laughs> I'm kidding. The, the clan system is just based on who completed what during the week, so it doesn't really matter what platform you're on right i don't know that's i just am- if that man if that's true that's amazing maybe i'm I, dumb i don't know i, I know I, at the very beginning of uh the d2 launch the folks at dtp were asking people who are in the playstation 4 clan to leave the the one clan and go over yeah. to the playstation 4 one which i assume yeah, yeah. meant that they were contributing to I don't know how that works. Like it was because we were running at a room, right? But if you were sitting in one, what was your stuff going Maybe. towards? Yes, it is hey, cross-platform. You know yeah, it would I'm, be then. I'm confirming it right now, per Reddit. I guess that makes sense then. Yep. Yep. So you're this... saying there's a chance. Nice. <laughs> so, all right. So I'll get on. Make that. it. Make it so. But he's still in the PS4 clan, and it doesn't help you at all. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Uh, I told you, it's not going to happen. Yeah. 
I haven't actually used this gun in uh, PvP yet, but I've been enjoying it quite a bit. The Atalanta, the uh, submachine gun. Yep. I never got myself an Antiope the entire uh, Season 1, so I never really used a submachine gun. But that Atalanta is just murders things up close. So I like I'm it. looking forward to give that a shot in Crucible whenever I build up the courage to go back in there. I like it, man. I think it's... I. It doesn't have kill clip, but I think the stability... I, for me, my type of plane, the stability of that gun is way better than the Antiope, for sure. I use the Antiope as like my primary weapon. Well, I use it actually as a secondary to my um, the number or uh, murders make. Yeah, yeah. I but usually run the number or the prosecutor. Whether I'm in PVE or PVP, my loadout stays the same. Yeah, but I'm a scrub. So that's cool. I I really like better devils in PVE. It's a it's a good one shot option for red bars. I don't have yeah. any. Um, we are on of, the right podcast. Speaking <laughs> of scrubs, man. So okay, so I I apparently do really like this game a lot because um, DTP has that bot that tells you your stats. And on my Xbox alone, I am currently number one for PvP time, for time in the Crucible at 106 hours. Add to that that I have 21 hours on PC. So I'm number one on just one of my platforms, and then my other platform, I still have 21 hours to add to that. That's pretty good, man. Almost a day on top of my my number one status. So (laughs) (laughs) gotta keep grinding. (laughs) Awesome. Yep. It's a stat that I care about that no one else does. <laughs> I mean, it's a good sign, right? It's, it means you actually enjoy playing the PvP, and you keep coming back. And that's all you can ask for from your games is, you know, it's something that makes you come back and play it and enjoy it. If you 100%. didn't enjoy it, like I clearly, if you look at my PvP time, I clearly don't enjoy Crucible in D2 nearly as much as I thought I was going to. Um but that's fine. I just don't play it. I play PVE, and then I'm fine with uh, the rest of it. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, no. Fluffy's got a big, goofy grin on his face. <laughs> Canuck totally called me out on the DPT, <laughs> <laughs> the stats channel. Like an hour ago. What yeah. the fuck? He's like, shouldn't you be podcasting? <laughs> uh, I had to look up my updated numbers, man. It's important. <laughs> oh, shit. I, I much prefer the uh I much prefer um Crucible in Destiny 2 than Destiny 1. Um that's me personally. It's I find it more well-rounded. I found it very um unbalanced in Destiny 1. Um anyways, yeah, like I say that's just me. Yeah, I like them both. I I I didn't have and the only issues that I had with Destiny 1 PvP was the last um, change that they did to special ammo and everything else, the sidearm meta. Like, before that, I had no complaints. So, Right. When they turn it into sidearms being the most powerful gun, and the only thing that's really a one-hit kill is uh, is grenades, it sort of made it... I mean, people are always going to use the things that kill the fastest. See Prometheus Lens. Um, <laughs> but... <laughs> When it becomes the sticky grenades were your best way to get kills, it just was a lot less fun. Yeah. 
I enjoyed the days when everything was broken and everyone was running around with perfectly rolled her benevolences and perfectly rolled fell winter's lies and just flying around the maps doing crazy stuff. Or yeah, it wasn't balanced, but uh, crazy stuff was done. I still like Slayer Age's um, quote. Um, a balanced game is not fun. Unbalanced game is fun. So, anyways, I would beg to differ on that. <laughs> what the fuck? What I, the fuck? Yeah, if you're on the fucking good end of the unbalanced, right, right. That's stupid. <laughs> That's the most stupid fucking thing I've ever heard in my life. <laughs> well, it was written in 2017. Real I totally agree with that. <laughs> no, I don't know, man. Like, there's. If you have the ability to grind for something that gives you an edge and you have that special thing that maybe gives you an edge and maybe it really, realistically, a lot of the things that we thought gave us the edge in Destiny 1, if we look at our skills, it probably didn't give us as much of an edge as we thought it did, but it's that mental, like, I'm going to win because this gun has this roll on it that I think makes it kind of fun. I don't know. I miss I miss No Land Beyond. It's like the sword in PvP right now. It's oh, unbalanced. Dude. It makes it unfun. No, yeah, because I'm always on the fucking end that's getting my ass kicked by it. Well, well stop running around those corners. <laughs> don't. If there's a ping on for your radar scrub, for the scrubs. <laughs> For the Scrub Nation, unbalanced isn't fun. Go pick up a sword and get good. If 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 I they pick up a good. sword and there is a ping on your radar that isn't moving, you should probably go a different direction because there's probably a sword on is the other side. Is that how that corner. works? Captain freaking obvious. I I know that's how it works because that's what I do. Oh, <laughs> I'm just gonna Buddy. sit here crouched because eventually you're gonna get bored and make a move, and then I'm gonna kill you. <laughs> and that's probably super fun for that guy <laughs> oh man just giving you a hard time <laughs> i've been playing a lot of cod lately i forgot how much fun it is when people don't appear on the radar and you don't appear on their radar and being able to like run around and shoot people in the back because they're looking the wrong way that uh i forgot how much i enjoyed that after playing destiny so much and it's like there's no such thing as a sneaking up on somebody unless they're absolutely you know the potatoist of potatoes you know but now it's like huh you know it makes life easier to get a good game shooting guys in the back the entire time (laughs) (laughs) oh man i can't wait i can't wait to have access to call of duty i really hope that that happens and at the end of this month yeah i need Um, to play it some that's for sure the uh so Guys, I just want to touch real quick. Um, you know, in the in the good nature of promoting podcasts that aren't ours, uh, barely a Destiny show this week was pretty pretty fantastic. And it's not just because of the review that I left them. Um, Though that they, was very good. They they did a segment on music from Tony Hawk games this week, and. I it, it was just it was so entertaining and I I really think that if you have a second if you haven't listened to it yet you need to listen to it. Granted this is going to be out on Tuesday so it's last week's episode so the episode that released the week of where's my calendar? The week December of last 4th. week guys, yeah, December, December 4th, 4th, December 5th, yeah, somewhere in there. 
Um, and then along those lines, we actually got an email from someone. Someone emailed our account. So I would like to read this email review, if you guys don't mind. Please. I don't mind at all. This comes from our friend House Dilla, a.k.a. Arisen Phoenix. And he says, and this is about the DeathRx website. The site does not sell death pills. Have a weekly four-hour podcast about bear facts or have dial-up porn. Futurama told me that the internet is only for porn. This site dares to defy the gods of Futurama truth. It is bullshit. <laughs> <That's awesome>. <laughs> <laughs> I have That's to say it's the most honest and accurate review that we have gotten via email. So, Horizon Phoenix... I applaud you. I'm not entirely convinced Lotus is going to put porn on the DeathRx site, though. I am pretty sure that that goes against his beliefs. He is he's pretty well grounded in his morals and beliefs of uh, what he believes in. So I'm gonna I'm gonna agree with you on that one. <laughs> though, it's an idea we can keep in the back should we ever need to uh, drum up some support. Hey, and speaking of drumming up some support, I am going to need some support when I start playing The Witcher 3 this week. <laughs> you finally I'm, thinking gonna... about getting... I'm thinking about getting into that myself this week. Yeah, I, uh... I had a package in the mail, and uh, this was in it this week, so I'm pretty excited nice. about it. Um, For those who are listening to this and not actually part of the <laughs> Skype call, he held up a he, <laughs> Xbox uh, complete edition of The Witcher 3. Nice so you would never that. know that. <laughs> no, they would know because I went do 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 And that is the universal sound of video games popping up into the cam. Um, That's pretty true. My wonderful co-host here provided me with his favorite game in the world, so I am looking forward to streaming that this week. I'm thinking uh, Wednesday or Thursday I'm going to start it, and I will do it on on the interwebs so you guys can watch nice. me fail over and over and over again, but I'm really excited to, uh, to get into it because I heard great things, man. Well, I love it, obviously clearly that i went out of my way to buy it and send it to you so that you would play it um yeah <laughs> and i suggest you don't start a death march difficulty on day one though it would be fun to watch you get dead over and over again uh, <laughs> I, I worry you won't be able to make it out of the first area nah, do it get good it's probably very likely that that is the case but uh yeah i'm looking forward to it i my hope is that uh you will read all of the dialogue options in your best Geralt voice when you're picking your options. Uh, and so we can have fun with you live role-playing <laughs> the Witcher three. <laughs> okay. If you need me, if you need me to read things, I can definitely read things in voices. This can happen. Um, I've actually debated. So I'm going to St. Louis for 10 days. I, I'm still debating whether or not I want to unplug my Xbox and bring it with me just so I can play it because my cousin's not, we're staying at his house, but he's going to be on his honeymoon. So my buddy Kazi that I game with is not going to be there. So I'm, we're going to be at his house. Everyone's going to go to bed super early. I'm like, ah, maybe need to bring my Xbox so I can play the Witcher. Um, so we'll see. I, I don't know how starting it and then leaving for 10 days is going to go. But what have you guys been playing? So I have basically transitioned wholeheartedly from no lifing destiny to no lifing warframe nice. and 
it's a, it's good. It's a good feeling because like you know, I'm sitting there playing some Destiny two, playing some Strikes or Crucible or whatever, and I'm feeling like there's this isn't like rewarding, and there's really just not enough for me to grind for. And boy, is there a lot to grind <laughs> for in Warframe. Yes. My goodness, there is so much to do in that game. I've oh been I've run so many hours of tier three survival trying to get one <laughs> chassis before. It's a like, good feeling though. I love it. Uh, it is, but when you're sitting there and you're in, and this was back when Valkyrie could be invincible for forever. Like it never oh, ran yeah. out. Um, and you've been doing this and you have to keep hitting buttons and keep, you know, finding people to kill to keep it going. Uh, um, not necessarily, but the uh, energy drain uh, ramps up over time. Yeah. So it didn't used to sustainable. Uh, That's what I've heard. Uh, so you didn't have to, but you had to actually kill stuff. And you're sitting there, and you're at the hour and f- And if you ever come out of your invincibility frame, you're immediately one-shot by anything. Uh, <laughs> and your eyes, you haven't blinked for the better part of, like, <laughs> 90 of this uh, hour <laughs> 40 minutes. Uh, and you're just like, my hands are hurting, my eyes are hurting, and you get the drop for the thing you're looking for. And it's some shitty thing that you've gotten like five times in a row. I'm looking at you bow prime handles. Uh, and <laughs> you're just like, fuck it. I'm done with this game. <laughs> oh, but then it's the great. feeling it you, is a lot of fun. you get it, man. That's just like nothing else. Yeah. And I'm sitting on like 600 plat in that game still, maybe even more just laying around from when we were, we'd get full prime chassis before they got vaulted and then sold them afterwards. Uh, and I don't, I don't know. I should get back in there and play it some. Yeah. When did you, um, when did you stop playing? Uh, it would have been time? like January or February of last year. So yeah, I played should, from like November through February. You should maybe log back on. The game has changed quite a lot since then because I had actually played Warframe very briefly for like a week, almost two years ago when I first came out here to Colorado and I just thought, hey, this is cool, but I have Destiny to play, so I put Warframe down, and I logged back in, and my account was still there, and I was like, I have no idea what any of this means. <laughs> but that's that's the awesome part. There's so much depth to everything in that game. So, yeah, I have been playing that pretty hard. Yeah, and it's free. Like, that's the yeah, crazy that's insane. thing about it. Yeah. They put an update out, like, two weeks ago on console that is monumentally bigger than every destiny dlc has ever been for free the whole game is free and the update was free it's insane yeah yeah i liked it man i need to play it more i haven't played since d2 dropped but i bought i got it on pc and um i've been debating getting it on xbox too just so i can play with some of my xbox friends so well, it won't cost you anything. Yeah, I mean, I, I downloaded yeah. Fortnite just for that reason, man. Everyone's playing Fortnite. I haven't played it yet, but I downloaded it this week just because I'm like, well, everyone's playing it, man. At least I have it now if I want to play. Yeah, I do like that you can, uh, there's an actual trading market. Like I said, I've got plat laying around. I've never put a dime into the game, and I have enough to buy a whole bunch of stuff solely from just trading off of, you know, oh, yeah. real-world currency almost. So I'm glad that there are people out there taking advantage of the microtransactions so that they can pay me them. <laughs> That's awesome. How about you, Canuck? What you been playing? Um, 
finished up Assassin's Creed Origins. Uh, I don't know, the other day-ish, sometime. Uh, I'm currently sitting in Alexandria and just finished the like the second memory segment. So how much more of that game do I have to go? I probably couldn't tell you. So I <laughs> I played the game kind of weird. I did all of Siwa and then went up to Alexandria, did pretty much everything I could possibly do, and then I couldn't really progress through anything else until I did the story. So the game is built... Um, with sections of the map. So this section, you have to be level four to six. This one is 36 to level 40. And I went and did all of the provinces or territories before actually progressing the story, like at all. Ah. So I'd go in and do all of the side missions, all of the areas, all of the tombs, everything, all of the forts, the full shooting match. And then when that area was done, I would move on to the next one. All right, because I'm sitting at level 15 right now, so I suspect uh, I have a ways to go. Did you get your Did you get your blade yet? Just got it. So that's that's where I left off. So I did that. Um, I couldn't do anything else until I did that. I had no more um, side quests or anything to do until I did that mission. And that that mission after that kind of opened up the entire story of the game the main real big story sweet and i I stopped i stopped doing all of that and i put probably 60 or 70 hours into just clearing the map and then going back and doing the story missions well this is very exciting to me because it means i have a whole lot of game left to play (laughs) oh man yeah i ended up 90 90 hours i think Somewhere in there, 90 hours total to, to 100% the game. So you, you commented that uh, the other last week that the um, uh, what the combat, combat was objectively bad. Yeah, it's not great. Um, <laughs> you, you get used. I got used to it. But again, I didn't get into combat that often, only when I was forced into combat. Like when I was going into anywhere that I had to be, I was 100% stealth because it was so rewarding and so much fun in this game. I saw that response and I have taken all of my uh, ability points that I've earned since you sent that response to me and started putting it into uh, into the bow tree instead of anything else. So, uh, so I'm going to be following in your footsteps, I guess. Yeah, man. I got, oh, what is it? Is it the hunter bow that you can control the arrow. Yeah, one of the is hunter or predator, one of the two. Yeah, and I use that exclusively. You know, I'd have nine arrows, and I would take out as many guys as I could. You know, and go get some more arrows and come back and take them all out. <laughs> it was awesome, man. Yeah, I, I love that game. I honestly, the amount of detail and everything they put into that game, one of my top three games of all time for sure that's awesome that's really very cool. encouraging very man, encouraging. just oh man and the final like i say the final like the final missions there's a the sequence of missions that just kind of you know end off the story and it's just so awesome i played 
you know, I, I played the first Assassin's Creed game 10 years ago and played a bunch, all of them. I played all of them. I didn't finish a couple of them because some of them got, you know, pretty rough towards the end there. But just to see where it all began and how it began and, oh, uh, yeah, so, so good. So very good. But like you, Fluffy, I'm hoping to get into, I finished that, I was like, Looking through my backlog, it's like, man, Witcher, I've heard so much good mm-hmm. things about Witcher. It's been sitting in my backlog for, what, three years or two years now? So I would like to check that out. Yeah. I'm almost tempted to start up a playthrough when Fluffy does, too, uh, and be playing in unison with him, only taking a completely different tree than I've... Uh, so I played New Game and New Game Plus and, bo- and the expansions for both of those through both of them, so... I would have to start over because they don't have a new game plus plus option, which is kind of heartbreaking because I'd like to continue on being super overpowered whenever I fight stuff. Um, (laughs) But I'm willing to to start over and then try like the less effective, completely worthless trees and try to play through that way, uh, which is kind of exciting. So that's probably going to happen when Fluffy starts. I'm going to start as well. I like this. Awesome. I like this. You should hop in on that train, Kanak. I think I might have to. We can have a gathering of we can have a gathering of witchers on the uh, a a new segment where we can talk about how bad we are, (laughs) (laughs) except for Nips, who's played it a bunch of times. (laughs) Yeah, it was between that or Dragon uh, Dragon Age Inquisition, but I think I'm gonna pull the trigger on booting that uh, Witcher up. I actually booted it up for so good. Is it? I well. Um, yeah. I, don't know, I think that comes with an asterisk because Dragon Age Origins, the first one, is my favorite game of all time. It's a real good one. So I was going to love Inquisition no matter what. I've played it like five times. Oh, what wow. The second one? Uh, it's just called Dragon Age 2. Okay. That it's one wasn't bad. great. But yeah, I mean, it's still like it was fun. fine, but it's just not like the other two are like masterpieces. So, you know. Inquisition, the only thing that bothered me with that one was there were a lot of side quests that were go here, pick this up, and come back. Like a lot of them on all of the places. And I don't really enjoy those kinds of side quests. Uh-oh. But um it's fair. But you might not like a couple of side quests in uh, Assassin's Creed <laughs> because apparently no NPC in that game can fucking walk and you have to carry their asses everywhere. Well, that's yeah. spoiler. <laughs> I have noticed that through the, the some of the side quests I've done already. Holy. But uh, I would say that's the only thing that keeps Inquisition from being one of my favorite games. Like, I feel like I enjoyed the story a lot. I really liked the combat. I thought some of the, the harder, like, optional fights that you can get into with the actual dragons were super fun and sort of challenging in a way that wasn't exactly obvious when you started them. Uh, so I would say you couldn't go wrong with either of them. I would vote for Witcher because I enjoyed that more, but only by a fraction. So you're not going to be in a bad shape with whichever <laughs> one you choose. Yeah. I would also say that if you try playing Dragon Age Inquisition and you're like, this is awesome, but I just want it to be a little bit better, like it's just not quite there, try playing Dragon Age Origins if you haven't, because it's maybe just one of the best games ever made. Ever. You nice. won't get an argument from me there. But really, you should just do The Witcher so that the three of us I, can talk yeah, about I'm it. <laughs> well, it's funny I because I, I booted it up. it later, too. <laughs> 
I booted it up yesterday. I had all intentions. I was, you know, finally just relaxing. I booted it up and I said, fuck it. And I ended up watching, I don't remember, old Valerian <laughs> and uh, the City of a Thousand Planets. <laughs> oh, yeah. How was that? It was, I, I enjoyed it. It was all right. Yeah, it doesn't look like it's going to be like anybody's list of greatest movies of all time, but it looks like it's a good way to spend it's, an hour and a half. Exactly. But shouldn't yeah. everyone aspire to be on that list? No, movies <laughs> are to entertain for two hours. Yeah, but they, they don't need to be, be the good. greatest thing. They don't need to be the greatest thing of all time. I just want to be entertained for two hours. I feel like there's room in the universe for both. Nah, I agree. I'm entertained by bad movies sometimes. I mean, I'm going to put that out there. Sometimes. I know you love Princess Bride. Uh, hey, I no. can't believe that you just fucking said that. <laughs> I, call. We're gonna have. I'm gonna issue. kick all you fuckers off of this podcast right now, and I'm just gonna record myself talking. What do I gotta do? I'm, I gotta do beer segments and uh, sign off. Yeah, fuck you guys. You're gone. Princess I'm Bride you, and me are. I am 100 percent Princess Bride. All right, all right. <laughs> He's a masterpiece. Uh, I, you know what? Academy and I are gonna are gonna finish this one out. <laughs> <laughs> So what else have you been playing this week, Ben Fluffy? <laughs> I, I I just I what did I play? I played Overwatch and I played I played Overwatch on PC with Boost a little bit and uh, Destiny. Played a lot of Destiny. I I just you know Trials was broken, Crucible was broken. I I <laughs> told my wife that I needed to play because they were gonna fix it and I just had to be there to experience the broken laser tag, so so I'm pretty boring. Um but how about you, man? Do you play play any card games this week? <laughs> yes, I did. I played a lot of Gwent. Well, actually, not a lot of Gwent. I just won a lot of games, so my rank went up really quickly. It was a real good week for, for me and Gwent. Uh, I went up, like, five ranks in the course of probably, like, 40 games, which is pretty nice. I'm sitting in a spot where if I really hunkered down, and I won't because I'm pretty lazy. I have like <laughs> three other games I want to play. I could probably get to rank 20, which is the second highest level and would be real nice. But uh, I don't want to try that hard, especially since I'm also, you know, just playing so much COD. Every time I hop on, Val is like, hey, come play COD with me. <laughs> That's awesome. And man. I'm still only three story missions in. I usually love playing the single player part of video games. And... I've played three missions the first day I got it, and then I haven't played any story since then, and it's all PvP. Dude, Just I, constantly playing PvP. I never played the story on those games, like, ever. It was always <laughs> was PvP. First thing, first thing I ever did. I have two I have two story missions left in World, uh, World War II. I haven't touched PvP yet. I won't do it until I'm done the campaign. Uh, well, I probably should have done that because I'm not entirely convinced I'm going to finish the campaign right now because <laughs> I am just, I'm, I'm awful. Well, not awful. I'm like a one KD player in, uh, in PVP and it is like the entire time I'm sitting there bitching about getting killed by people and yet I'm just laughing and having fun the whole time. So I'm completely sold on that. And then so also, what is Gwent? Sorry to interrupt you. There. <laughs> it is. Uh, <laughs> so in The Witcher Three, they yes. have a card game, a standalone, like a side card game, that's like a mini game to play. Uh, and people liked it so much that CD Projekt Red decided that they were going to uh, going to create their own like standalone collectible card game of it. So 
the rules are different than what they it is in The Witcher Three, but you know the general format's the same. So it's all the Witcher universe characters and stuff like that, and it's uh, it's just not unlike you know Magic, Hearthstone, Eternal, all of those collectible card games. <laughs> so. I and actually see. tried to I tried to get into Gwent a while back, but it just kind of resides for me in the pile of online card games that I try to fill the Magic the Gathering shaped hole in my life and none <laughs> of them can do it. Yeah, well my magic collection is stupidly large too, so it plays a big part of my my free time is if I'm not playing Gwen, if I'm like hanging out with friends, we're probably playing Magic in addition to oh, drinking yeah. and watching uh, sports and that kind of stuff. We, we have the TV set up around a table. It's like, oh, look, we're all jocks because we're watching sports, but we're also playing Magic the Gathering. So. <laughs> Maybe Dude, not the a... proudest moment. <laughs> next next time Kazi comes to uh, to Minnesota, I'll ha- you have to come down too because I know he has a, a pretty good collection. And you guys can show me what it's all about because I've never played it. Oh, dude, run while you can. Yeah, well, <laughs> it'll just eat I, all your money. Oh, I have yeah. kids, man. I don't have any money. Yeah, That's they, not they a eat problem. all your money. You don't have to worry about that. But <laughs> I have been doing some inventory on my collection lately, and I'm definitely north of three grand in magic cards. Jesus. So, That's insane. Yeah, it's it's absurd. Well, I can't I, help myself. I say that's insane, yet I have a. a, a car sitting in my garage that i drive six months out of the year so (laughs) (laughs) yeah who am i yeah who might have point fingers (laughs) what uh not to get too far off track here but what format do you play nips uh i play commander mostly with friends um yeah that's i mean that's the one that's the most casual and then i'll play draft i like to draft so Exactly we I'm have our to. own built vintage cube, uh, proxied vintage cube. So I don't have a real vintage cube because while I have a lot of money, I don't have that kind of money invested <laughs> in magic cards. Um, but so we have a proxied vintage cube that we'll, we draft over lunch and then play over the course of a couple months with people at work. So oh, that's, awesome. that's absolutely fantastic. That's awesome. My Wait. uncle worked for a... Uh, card store back in the early mid 90s he has like four giant rubber made things of alpha and beta oh cards. my lord Living there's like a f- it's like dude you could like retire off of probably half of those cards yeah. i mean if you have power yeah if you don't have the power you probably they're still not worth a ton but they're still know, lands yeah the lands themselves will go for ridiculous amounts I keep telling him that. He's like, ah, oh, whatever, they're there. The kids can deal with it when I'm dead. <laughs> <laughs> well, if he ever goes to throw them out, just steal them and just ship them down to me. Yeah, I was going to say, maybe, maybe you should, maybe you need to, like, take the uh, take the action on this, man, and be like, I'll tell you what, let me do the legwork for you, and we can split it 50-50. <laughs> He's just happy with them sitting in his closet. I'm like, dude, you, like, you... Why don't you look into it? Have someone come over and take a look at them. Nah, whatever. They're fine. Okay. As long as they don't rot in the Rubbermaid. No, they're they're in. Uh, they're they're okay. I check on them. They're okay. <laughs> I check on <laughs> That's them. That's good. That's like good. every every couple of months, I'm over there. I'm like, how's that collection going? Yeah, it's fine. <laughs> um, anyone play anything else this weekend? 
I have started uh, binge watching Luther again. So that's not a video game, but it's cutting into my video game time. Uh, <laughs> mm-hmm. Idris Elba is the greatest, especially yes. in that show. I'm so. so sad he didn't end up playing James Bond. That would have been amazing. I want him as Bond so bad. Is uh is Daniel Craig coming back for another Bond? Did they talk him into it? Unfortunately. Yeah, he is. Um I don't know. You guys don't like him? I do. I just feel he, like, you know Man, he's such a Nancy. He just he wanted to be done like two movies ago. Stop making stop making him come back. Yeah, but he also wants to make sure that his grandkids never have to work, so yeah. keep on coming back. <laughs> so. he, you know, I'm not saying he's the best by any means, but he's not a bad I mean he's not bad, man. It could be so yeah. much worse. It could be so I think, they, I'm sitting think in about the camp. some of the people out there. Yeah. I'm sitting in the camp of like, I don't think he's the best James Bond, but I do think the movies with him in it are the best James Bond movies. What the fuck are you on about? Oh, <laughs> I actually don't disagree with him here. So Quantum, of, Sol- Quantum of Solace was a that was giant garbage piece of shit. You're absolutely right. But so was three, three, three out of four are pretty good. Three oh, out of four are pretty now. good, but Quantum Sea Solace is, is awesome. amazing. Skyfall is even better. Those are like Skyfall, the two best no, James Bond yes. movies. Skyfall is really, really good. Skyfall was like the first James Bond movie ever to like be a good movie and not just a corny James Bond, you know. That was a good movie. Nonsense thing. Well, wait, 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 wait. Was wait. it Javier Bardem who made was... that movie instead? No, that was Skyfall. Casino Royale was, Mad, was uh, Mads Mikkelsen. Okay, that's right. Some of the older ones are good. Like, I like, I like, I like James Bond movies for what they are, you know? It's like, they're, they're good for what they are. Oh. Yeah, they can also be good movies. I mean, see, I just, <laughs> I just watched every single one of them. Uh, what six, six, seven months ago, eight months ago, I watched all of them, every single one of them, and that was an adventure. I tell you, that was a really uh, fantastic <laughs> adventure. I suspect there are some pretty, pretty high highs and some pretty low lows. Oh, <laughs> some really, really low lows, but. And and watching them progress uh, movie to movie was actually a lot of fun. That could be cool. Uh, it was actually really cool. But yeah, some of those movies were just not great. Uh, <laughs> anyway, that's a whole other discussion. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I like it, man. I like it. Yeah, I didn't. Uh, I didn't get the TV in this week. My my time was taken up by laser tag. Um, yeah, I was a little busy. <laughs> yeah, no. Uh, yeah. Any, any other games that you guys played, or are we all we all good from the gaming department? It's right. finals. I only have time for one game at a time. <laughs> <laughs> I played my normal four weekly games and then uh, moved on from there. Nice. Well, um, I think it's I think it's that time of the night where we talk about. About the wonderful, wonderful spirits that have quenched our taste buds this week. And as much as I want to start it off, I think we're going to hand it to our Canadian friend tonight to tell us what's going on north of the border this week in the this world week, of beers. Oh, okay. World of beers. I was going to say this week I drank a lot of water, <laughs> a lot of orange juice. I probably drank like eight liters of orange juice this week. And a couple things of ginger ale. Um, beer. Um, 
I'm a Pilsner man. So I have um, become a very big beer snob over the last few years, thanks to a good buddy of mine who started brewing himself and has a little microbrewery. Um, he experiments, and I drink it with him. His Pilsner is probably one of the best Pilsners I've ever had. Um, my go-to beer is Pilsner Raquel, the original, right from yep. uh, Pilsner Czech. Um, he's actually from there, so he has a lot of history with the Pilsners, um, even though the Germans kind of took over. Um, we have local stuff. There's a beer called McKinnon Brothers, which is absolutely delicious. Um, what else? Waterloo, which is um, really good as well. Steam Whistle. Everything is Pilsner that I'm pretty much naming. So if someone is coming north of the border to get some of your fabulous pineapple and Canadian bacon pizza, <laughs> what kind of Pilsner you coming to see me? <laughs> what, 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 what kind of Pilsner are you suggesting for us tonight? Like what what should we really try, man? If you know Pilsners, like what 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 should we look for? What what is the what's your favorite Pilsner that we might actually it's see? Pilsner or Cal. I mean it's not it's not local or anything. That's the thing. I mean, Canada Canada's beers, Canadian and fucking shit like that, is just terrible, <laughs> terrible beer. It's like drinking Budweiser or any of that crap. You know what I mean? Um, Toronto has I Toronto has um, Steam Whistle. Uh, brewery, which is right in the heart of downtown Toronto, right behind the Sky Dome and the uh, Air Canada Centre. People would probably have the best luck with that because I'm guessing if you're coming to Canada, you're going to be in Toronto. Um, they have a brewery, and it's it's set up right there at the old uh, um, train, uh, train depot. What are you going to say? Is it uh, o C A L. O C A L. Pilsner Urkel. Okay. Urkel is U R K E L. Oh, okay. okay. U- I'm trying to Google U-R- it. <laughs> yeah, it's uh. Ur- yeah, I've Ur-Kel. had uh, okay, a okay. amount of that in U-R-Q-U-E-L-L. my life. U R Q U E L L. Yeah, it's yeah, like yeah. in a green and gold can. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. I've totally seen this before, man. Yeah. Huh, it's, it's my go. It's my go-to. There's a lot of German ones too. I I try to. Anytime I go to buy beer, I'm always looking for a different Pilsner. Sure. To buy. Um and yeah, Ger- the Germans love their Pilsners, man. It's crazy. The Germans love their beer. Well, there is that too. Yes. <laughs> I'm from fine German stock here in Wisconsin, and uh, wait, you're from we, Wisconsin? Yeah. We, we Dude, love our beer. That's it? I'm also from Wisconsin. Yeah, I grew up uh, about awesome. 35 minutes north of Milwaukee, and then I went to Madison for school and never left. That's terrific. I was um, I grew up in Fond du Lac. Uh-huh, I'm from Hartford. so <laughs> That's awesome. I had no idea. <laughs> but yeah, so I, I went to Madison and never left, but I certainly kept my, my beer drinking roots. Huh. Making connections on Potato Thumbs Podcast. Hey, that's awesome. what it's all about, man. <laughs> We don't make good content, but goddamn, do we make connections. 
<laughs> it's funny because it's true. Oh, <laughs> uh, awesome, man! I'll have to check that out. I'm. I, yeah, it's delicious. I uh, I need to I need to upgrade my Pilsner knowledge, so I will start there and then judge everything based on that one. It's yeah, it's the, it's the best. I I also have a friend that um that does his own brewing, and he. We have a giant lake um, south of the cities. I mean, there's a million lakes in Minnesota. Um, but there's a, a giant lake in the cities that all the like the the one percenters live on. You know, it's where you find your mini castles and your real castles and boats that are worth more than my house and all that stuff. And he, he went out there in the middle of the winter and for a um, like a, a TV show that specializes in microbrews and stuff in the United States, they actually sat in an ice house with him and he brewed a beer on the lake using the lake water, distilling it, and then making the beer for the TV episode. And it was pretty awesome. awesome. Yeah. That's and then really he cool. he won some sort of con- national contest for a local brewery uh, here, and they ended up doing a bunch of kegs and uh a limited supply run of his beer and it was really dope to be able to go to a liquor store and see like my buddy's bottle like with his artwork on there from like a local brewer so yeah sometimes your friends can uh can surprise you with their quality you know he uh he got married in 2012 and he brewed all of his beer for that wedding and we started drinking early and we finished drinking early in the morning <laughs> the next day. And he has like he has a pig roast every year, so he'll have he'll brew and then a bunch of his brewing buddies will brew and it you start drinking at eight o'clock in the morning and you go all day and all night. It's it's insane. It's absolutely insane. Adult uh, jumpy castles and pigs on roasts and yeah, it's fantastic. It's, it's, like I say, I mean, they all experiment with different shit, right? Yeah, it sounds like I need him to uh, throw my birthday party this year. Man, and he's got the... Man, you would love it, actually. He's got the most Canadian... I'll have to find a picture of it and tweet it out to you, but he's got the most Canadian um, smoker you'd ever see. It's got a, a hockey stick for a handle, and it's made out of like a, <laughs> an old uh, oil tank. Oh, that's fantastic, dude. I like it. (laughs) It's pretty awesome. I like it, man. Uh, Nips, what are you drinking this week, buddy? Well, knowing that Canuck was going to be on the show, I went to the local liquor store and picked up the uh, six-pack sampler of Unibrow, which is uh, (laughs) out of uh, of Montreal. Nice. Uh, And so I only knew of them before this for their Fin du Monde which is sort of, you can find that on tap around here at places. But I had their Trois Pistoles, and it was amazing. It was a dark Belgian style, and 9% alcohol. Mm. I was heartbroken that I only bought the sampler so that I only had one of those. But I was also relieved because there was a good chance I would probably have drank, you know, 6, 12, 18 of them <laughs> at 9% alcohol and been ruined for a week. Because it absolutely was fantastic. It went down so smooth. It had that nice, you know, hot malt mix that I liked. Not too hoppy. You know, really interesting malt flavors. And so now I need to find where I can get that. Or I'm going to buy, like, 
12 of these six packs and then just pick all of the uh, Trois Pistoles out of them and then send it back. I have to say that I back up your review of this because this is the first beer in the history of our 21 episodes that he has texted me before the show with the picture of the beer saying 100% must try. It is so good. So you really, yeah. you really were digging on this beer this weekend. Yeah. And honestly, out of that six pack, five of the six were good. And I'd say three of the six were amazing. Uh, so, you know, Wander up to Quebec sometime and take a look. So, Canuck, are you in a place where you have to know French as as well as English? Not, no, not where I am. But <clears throat> so I'm I'm in a town called Kingston, Ontario. Um, I am two and a half hours east of Toronto and in about two hours west of Ottawa. So I'm like dead center between two of the biggest uh, cities in in Canada. Ottawa being our national or our nation's capital and Toronto being the capital of Ontario. So Ottawa, yes, obviously you have to know French because it is the uh, the capital of Canada, but it's also right on the Quebec border. Um, so you venture into Quebec, man, yeah, you better know your French. So how is his pronunciation of, of this beer? I, it was good. Yeah, yeah was good. are we going to give him an I don't know French. I I I I don't know French very well to be quite honest. Oh with no, you, you could have just lied. No, I won't lie. I'm a Canadian. I don't lie like that. Um, but it was actually it was good. No, it was fine. It was really well. Awesome. Awesome. Well, guys, uh this week I have a beer that I wanted to make my beer of the week a couple weeks ago when I bought it, but it was one of those weeks where I bought like four beers and every single one of them was good. And I had to go with the limited edition one because who knows how long it's going to be out. Um so finally making its debut is my friend here, Terror Bear. And this is a beautiful purple can with a bear with an eye patch on it. Um, unfortunately for our listeners, this is a local brew. It is a Minnesota brewer, uh, called Insight Brewing. Um, this is a Northeast style IPA. I think the Northeast is a reference to Minnesota. It seems like there's a lot of that going around, uh, Northeast Minneapolis, I'm guessing is a reference there. Um, but it's a really smooth IPA. Uh, their distribution is growing. So if you're in kind of the the area of the state um you might be able to get your hands on it i'm seeing it i mean i picked this up from a uh liquor store today that does not specialize in in micro brews so they're definitely getting out there but yeah if you uh if you see it i definitely suggest picking up the purple bear with the eye patch it is worth it that's all i got on on my beer not as exciting as everyone else's. <laughs> <laughs> Still sounds amazing. It is good. It is. I really, I saw it today and I was like, oh, it's a sign. It's a sign that that this is the beer tonight. So, um, yeah, I don't know. I think that's about all I got on beer. Yeah, there's there's a lot of, that's the thing, right? I mean, there's a lot of, um awesome little breweries around um around everybody nowadays there's so many uh hipsters with their 
uh, craft beers anymore. That's just uh, it's exploded, which is awesome to see um, people trying out new things and whatnot. There's also uh, like Creamore Springs is another pretty decent name up here. Uh, man, they make some really good beer. They have something that's mad and noisy. I I only found it one time. It was one of the best beers I've ever had. Don't know what it was. I was too drunk to know what was going on. But <laughs> I, I have no. I don't know what it was, but it was. Fuck, man, it was so good. Uh, well, you know, it's kind of the cool thing too, though, because our guests are from all over, like North America, and so even if we're drinking things that are local to the Midwest, um, you know, we get stuff from like you and from from other people who are in other places in the in the area and they can suggest things that maybe we can't get our hands on that are mm-hmm. worth talking about, you know? So it's, yeah, it's awesome. It is, it is pretty cool. Um, Hey, you know, speaking of Canada, I saw, hey, a, hey. I saw a story this week that you guys legalized, uh, marijuana to be sold in your liquor stores. Now, did you see that? Uh, yeah, yeah. it's, they're working on it still right now. Next year, it's supposed to be legal, legalized completely next year. That's insane, like, man. We'll be able to go and buy some pot. Yeah, so you're like, oh, do I want to want to pick up some bourbon tonight, or should I just pick up a quarter of weed to roll up a big, fat Bob Marley joint tonight? <laughs> <laughs> Oscar's living in Colorado. He's already got that. I, yeah, I know. Well. Yeah. I'm, I'm slowly working on my way to move in with Oscar. He just doesn't know it yet. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's legal, but like it'll be like, yeah, I think next year you'll be able to just go in and buy some joints or buy some papes and some pot, and away you go. Yeah. Well, hopefully, pretty cool. Hopefully, the rest of this world will, will wise up. Um, well, that's so the thing, I right? I mean, marijuana is, oh man. Yeah, I probably shouldn't even start because it's <laughs> marijuana is such a better drug than alcohol. Yeah, oh yeah. Like alcohol is such a terrible drug. <laughs> like what's the worst thing that can happen to you when you're high on marijuana? You turn green, you puke and pass out. Or you get that's fat. overdosing. <laughs> that's o- that's overdosing. It you've uh, you watched fat? all of my experiences with marijuana. <laughs> that that's that's it. What's the worst thing that can happen to you when you get alcohol poisoning? You die. <laughs> so surprised to hear this you from Grandpa Canuck. This is amazing. You die. Like, <laughs> mm, I don't know, guys. Like, oh, man, yeah. I, I don't mean, know. Yeah, I mean, like, no, no, for real. Like, anything in excess can be bad. Like, I will agree to that statement. Like, anything can be bad, but... I have alcohol has taken a friend away from me and put a friend in prison for like 15 years. Um, you know, so if in excess, man, like people make dumb choices oh, sure. and, and it can change lives. So it's, it, you know, there is some, some validation to what you said. So, so when I was like, you know, in my uh, late teens, early twenties, there was two groups of friends. It's story time with Grandpa Kenneth, okay? <laughs> Linda, here, listen up. I'm so excited. There's kind of two groups of friends. There's the, the group that would get fucking hammered and go downtown. And then there's the other group that would get high and stay home and play video games. How many times did the guys end up in, in, in jail for the night that stayed home and played video games? Which, fucking uh, none. which group were you in? How many times do the guys going out to fucking start shit because they're hammered downtown wind up in jail for the night? Almost every single time. 
you get high, you fucking play some video games, you watch some Seinfeld, you watch some Family Guy, <laughs> you order some pizza. Seinfeld. When you get it. drunk, when you get drunk, <laughs> when you're 18, 20 years old, 22 years old, I'm fucking tough, man, and I'm going to go downtown and I'm going to cause some shit. And that's, man, that's that was my experience with it. Yeah. I always found any time that we would, you know, have some drinks, it would be at a pub. And then we'd be, you know, walking home, whatever. And these fucking guys would just be raring to go because they're just absolutely fucking hammered and think they're king of the world. Yeah. I'm very, very pro-marijuana. Alcohol, again, in um, in low doses is, is fine. Right. I'll have a glass of wine. I'll have a glass of red wine every single night. Uh, after the kids to go to bed, my wife and I definitely oh, we drink a lot of wine. I like red <laughs> quite wine, a dude. bit. Of wine. I'm I'm right oh. there with you on the red wine. Oh man, man it's so good. It's yeah. like candy. So I can't drink white wine though. Can you do white wine? Because I can't. Fuck Not anymore. White wine. Yeah, it gives dude. me heartburn, man. I get headaches, man. <clears throat> but anyways, yeah. I mean, you, you go out of an, uh, on a night of binge drinking, you wake up the next morning, and you're just I don't know what happened last night, man. Holy shit, I feel like shit. You go on a binge of, of weed smoking last night. All right, cool, guys. Let's go to work today. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No, I'm, I'm with you, man. I'm, I'm totally with you on that aspect. So everything in moderation. But, yeah, hopefully hopefully people will wise up, man. You see it, though. Like, who would have thought 10 years ago? Yeah. You never would have thought that this, like, things would be changed in the way they are. So That's just my opinion. My point of view as a grumpy like old Canadian. I like it too. Um, I think it's that part of the night, boys, where we uh we touch on your podcast again and and kind of let people know where they can where they can find you and what they can expect. So, real central with the touching. Where uh, where on the doll did did the anti meta podcast touch you? Can you let me know? <laughs> All over. <laughs> yes. <laughs> uh, no, like seriously, give us because you guys. I mean, yeah, we had we had Ian and Gear Dad on, and they talked about it. But I want to hear what you guys have to say about the show. Like, what can what can we expect? When do we when do we see it coming out? Like, where can we find you? Like, what do you enjoy about it? Give us give us the give us the 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 deets give her Oscar alright um, so I don't think um, I don't think like we've spoken about this too much before but we actually had several ideas for shows before anti-meta podcast we had a couple sort of ideas that we kicked around in like the month maybe leading up to it and our sort of biggest idea for that was guardian generations and at that when we first started throwing that idea around, it was just uh, Gear Dad and myself talking about talking about this idea of, you know, we've got such a varying perspective on things because we're essentially two totally different generations of people that we can talk about, or our hope was that we could talk about anything and be able to provide something interesting to talk about just because of how much our perspectives differ. And... I think what ended up growing out of that sort of conversation is, you know, we've got five people on our show right now, five hosts, 
And I think almost every time any topic comes up, if it's something we've planned for or if it's a tangent, um, we will usually have, in some way or another, five different points of view on that thing. And part of that is because we're all, like, different ages, but part of that's also just because, you know, we like to talk about stuff a lot, and we also like to have strong opinions on things. That's, uh, that <laughs> um, but yeah, I'm really happy that we ended up getting it off the ground and actually working, because it's a lot of fun, and it gives me an excuse to watch a bunch of movies. Yeah. I really like that aspect of your show. Now... When Ian and uh, Gear Dad were on, there was only four guests. So the fifth guest yeah, is new. That's true. New as of a few podcasts ago. Is this not mm. correct? Yeah, I think um, so. We have a, a fifth host. His name is Naughty Grog, and he's um, he's been a friend of ours, you know, ever since we all knew each other through DTP. But um, when we were first starting up the show, he just thought that it would be just sort of a commitment that he didn't feel that he could commit to every week. And obviously, that's totally fine. But I think eventually, um, now, I don't think he said this, and I don't think he ever will. But I think at some point or another, um, he made his wife listen to an episode, and that was the straw <laughs> that actually enabled him to actually come on and be a part of our show. And But I'm not going to ask him that, because I don't think he'd get a straight answer out of him. <laughs> So where did the Wonder Twins come from? Um, where did the Wonder tw- Twins come from? We did that come from the Outbreak Prime quest cuz I know I, I wasn't the guy who ran <clears throat> it with you but someone did. Yeah, I think it so we sat down, it was me Naughty and another guy and we sat down and did the entire Outbreak Prime quest start to finish in one sitting and yeah we kind of formed this bond after that Naughty's an amazing guy man he would give you the shirt off his back without even a even a second thought whatsoever and ever since then we're i think it's because it kind of came out that we're both fairly large fellows <laughs> he's he's six five you know pushing three bills and i'm uh I'm 6'3", pushing three bills, so uh, both bald. <laughs> I have a beard. He has a goatee, but we're fairly large fellows, and we go along fairly well. And, um, that, yeah, I think that's how the uh, DTP Wonder Twins came about. But uh, I think um, initially they, Jay and Ian and Oscar, had in, invited um, – uh, naughty to be the fourth host of the show and he he kind of got my back and said i'd only do it if if canuck was on and then he had he un, he was unavailable to do it for a, for, for a few weeks and, and and luckily was able to get back on here um in the last few weeks so yeah well, if, we'll have to do a we'll have to do a Wonder Twins episode in 2018, I think. Uh, <laughs> Man, Naughty he, is such a good guy. He came on after we had already set everything up uh, yeah. for everyone to come on. So we'll, I think we'll definitely have to do a repeat episode and get him in here for sure. Definitely. Well, awesome. So you guys are both on Xbox. Yeah. And you are both in the Dad Tales podcast Discord. If we wanted to reach so you, so we are. Um, That's true. And you're both active on Twitter. Where can we find you on Twitter? Well, I'm certainly less active right now, 
because oh because of Star Wars yeah 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 and because of finals um I will probably get back on Twitter at some point I don't know I might just not but <laughs> try to get like I mean, 10pm not... after you've finally seen the movie and <laughs> but if I ever do start uh, tweeting again it will be from at academy underscore Oscar awesome and uh, and, uh Mr. Canuck Sorry, I am uh, at the Canuck Show on Twitter and also on Twitch. And yes, yeah, so you're Twitch streaming. So when are you usually on? Because it works really well for me to come and hang out. But tell our tell our listeners when to expect you on. So right now, with me being off, I'm actually trying to stream Monday, Wednesdays, and Fridays. Um, usually starting around nine when I kick my daughter out, nine a.m. Eastern Standard Time. Um, when I kick her out for school, I usually hop on around nine nine a.m. and and usually stream for two or three hours and then take a nap and uh, <laughs> <laughs> and then have early bird dinner with my kids and wife and you know. Um, but that's kind of what I'm doing. I'm try to do some evening streams. Hopefully this week as well. My wife's working all nights, so um, yes, uh, we'll see what happens for sure. Nice, dude. Nice. I'm looking forward to that. I'm looking forward to checking out uh, if you're streaming The Witcher at all too. While I'm at trapped in the office, so I can, I can come and hang out. <laughs> I'm hoping to. I, I really am hoping to. I'm hoping to. Hopefully tomorrow morning, my wife and son are both home tomorrow morning. But hopefully, my wife decides to like go Christmas shopping or something. Yeah. And then you know, then I can just lay here and and stream. Well, I'll be editing this tomorrow, so if you need a mute co-host to run Destiny 2, uh, I'll definitely uh, definitely join your game. But <laughs> yeah, we uh, did that a couple weeks back. That was a lot of fun. Yeah, but I'll I'll uh, I'll j- definitely jump and stream later this week when I'm trapped in the office Wednesday through Friday sure. if I see you on. Nice. That's awesome. Yep. I appreciate all the support, guys. Like, uh, um, oh man, I I was uh, unfortunately I wasn't able to record uh, anti meta last night just because of all the sickness in the family. So I didn't have a chance to shout out everybody, but there has been just so much support towards my stream and people uh, rating me and hosting me and shouting me out. And same with uh, uh, JC Jesse uh, over at DTP and, and people really uh, following him and, uh, you know, giving him shout outs and follows and, raids and hosts and it's it's amazing you know gaming community is just so fantastic so really appreciate everyone's support that's really awesome yeah man can't go wrong with the dtp dtp community at all for sure oh for sure yep uh mr dr co-host if we want to reach you where can we find you uh it's admiral mips on uh twitter uh Burning Wing has tried to keep up his uh, posting of half-naked men on my uh, Twitter feed, but I feel like he's running out of material, so, you know, I'm not too upset about that, but uh, (laughs) if he's listened this long, I'm sure I will see some new stuff in the near future. There was a Star Wars-themed post today that I laughed pretty hard at. Yeah, yeah. Very nice. Well, I'm Fluffy Fingers. Um... We, as always, are accepting uh, iTunes reviews to read on the show, um, as long as they're funny, and emails about how horrible deathrx.com is so that we can give Lotus a hard time. 
Um, if you want to join our, who I uh, may or may not beat in fantasy football playoffs this week. Oh my god, dude. I got to fade Tom Brady tonight, but I got a thirty-point lead. So you know, in your face, Lotus, a little bit early. <laughs> Lotus, you know, it's so funny too because we gave Lotus so much shit during the draft for Death RX, but like he actually did really well. Like he was picking people, and everyone in chat was like, "Why the fuck is he picking that?" Because he wasn't in voice chat with us. We're like laughing about it, and then he actually does pretty well. So. It's funny that he he did what he did. Um, I am I'm about to defeat the undefeated person in the DTP um, league, so I'm pretty happy about that. It's a two week thing though, so don't get cocky. Oh, I will get as cocky as I want to be. <laughs> um, so yes, so that is going on, and uh, yeah, so send us emails so that we can read them for Lotus, and um, all of his hard work can go recognized with hate. Uh, we have a Discord. You guys feel free to jump in our Discord if you are looking for people to play with on Xbox or PC. Um, the Tush Clan that nips rounds is pretty full to the max, but I believe we're only sitting at about 30 people in the Death RX Clan if you need a clan. Uh, but who am I kidding? Everyone that listens to this podcast is already in a clan because you're listening to a podcast about Destiny. <laughs> <laughs> And uh, I think that's about it, man. I think I think that's all I got for tonight, guys. Did we do it? We d- awesome. I, I think we did. Thank you, guys. Yeah, we. I think we did it. I think we did a good job. It was all right. <laughs> it was all right. It <laughs> <laughs> was a lot of fun. That was fun. That was a good time, man. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, good night, everyone. Good night. Uh, thanks, fellas. We'll talk to you soon. Bye.